evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, we have the return of Quantum Leap tonight, along with our Mayfair Witches, and my personal favorite zombie show, The Last of Us, because it's been amazing, not compared to that other show. I'm just being me. But anyway, um, since uh, my lovely co-hosts get here, we'll get crackalacking. Oh, look, I have one already. Hello, Karen. Hi, AJ. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Busy. I know that feeling. Yeah, you know, work and housework and you know how it goes. Uh, and it's like a couple of weeks until I get another holiday for President's Day. I don't know how I'm <laughs> going to go like three whole weeks without taking a day off. Hmm. Oh, I think you'll so survive. Wait on here? I'll make it. I'll make it. Yeah. Um, all right. She'll be in a sec, I guess. I'm sure she will. Um, we, for a change, all three of us are watching all the shows we're talking about. I know. Well, that's because everything's getting everything else is getting canceled. I cannot believe that Kindred was canceled. You know, I gotta say, as much as I hoped it was going to get renewed, I'm not entirely surprised it was canceled. Simply because I don't no. think enough people might have watched it because the marketing was bad for it. It was almost non-existent, right? I saw very little promotion I, of it. Honestly, the main promoter what are we of talking it. about Kindred. Kindred, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I saw Kindred on, when I went to Hulu for something else, I saw it was in like the headliner spot and I saw the description. I was like, that seems kind of interesting. And it wasn't until you and Jamie started talking about it that I was like, okay, I'll definitely check it out. Um, and then loved it. (laughs) But other, otherwise I don't think I would have known about Kindred at all. So I definitely, definitely think marketing for it could have probably been better which might have uh, been the yeah. reason for the, the low, uh, low I had, ratings. I had hopes that Hulu, you know, Hulu's more likely to give a show a chance than, um, yeah. than uh, what's it called? What are we talking about? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Um, yeah, I mean, I would think they'd give a better chance than Netflix. Netflix, but... Um... You know, it's funny. <laughs> you, know, you know, Netflix, it, it, it's ironic with Netflix because... It seems like they're harsher on their own originals than they are other people's shows. I mean, you think about the shows they've saved. They saved Lucifer. Lucifer got three more seasons out of them. You know, we got Manifest, which, you know, got a final season of 20 episodes, you know, and there's there's been other shows, you know, I mean, and then, but then their original shows like the OA, which is still the second most watched show in their history, got canceled. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't, I don't get it, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's disappointing. So it is what it is, unfortunately. Uh, now I'm gonna have to just go read the book, right? That's that's what yeah. I did with something. Oh, I I I read the comic for uh, what you call it, um, Paper Girls after uh, after they got canceled. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
you know, if nothing else, canceling shows is introducing us to um, books and graphic novels and all kinds yeah. of stuff, right? That we can yes, go ahead and yes, read. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway. um, we have um, three shows. I don't know which one you want to start with. Um, did I? Whatever you ladies like to start with. I'm fine with whatever. I think we usually do Mayfair first, don't we? You want to get it I out of the way? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you, guys, you guys start on Mayfair, and I'll chime in third as usual. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Now, this is Oof. the one that ends with Cyprian getting stabbed, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, Cyprian gets stabbed, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm getting better okay. at knowing which is which since I have to have the internet yes. posted the right time. I'm getting better at it there. These people in this episode annoyed me a lot because this is clearly one of those shows where nobody tells anybody anything. Like, Rowan, I'm sorry, but if generation after generation after generation, some devil is, like, stalking the women and you're really worried about it, Aunt Carlotta, why don't you tell her, like, don't put on the necklace? Or, like, like, nobody is telling her anything. And, like, they're all, like, like, I don't understand. Like, why is it, like, she's like, I'm going to pray for you. Why don't you do a little more and, like, give her some information? Bothering you? Am I... Is, am I going to find out a reason? Is she just, like, supposed to be weird and annoying? Well, I don't know. I mean, I kind of wonder, and I don't know if this is just the way I'm taking it, but I'm under the impression, and AJ probably knows the answer to this, but this this is just what I took from the beginning of it. It seems to me that regardless of what she wants to do, likes her, doesn't like her, whatever. I'm under the impression that she has, she has, which is why it confused me why she seems sometimes like she's trying to help Rowan. But um, I think it has to be a Mayfair that it's bound to, right? Because when she bound it to that lady that worked for him, it didn't work. So it's like she has to get it stuck to somebody. Even And it was just like with her um, putting Deidre like on drug, you know, drugging her up. He couldn't do anything bad because he couldn't like interact with her because she was drugged, right? I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. That's how I take it. But whether or not that's so, right or I'm just taking it that way, I don't know. I think Aunt Carlotta doesn't have any powers, including the power of common no, sense or speech, I guess. Um, right? She has no powers. But, right. But I'm saying, knows, like, but, even if she told Rowan, don't put on the necklace, I think that if she didn't find somebody to to stick Lasher with, then Lasher could cause damage. Like, I think she yeah. has to lock him away somehow. So, like, she I'm probably still that... would have done it either way. But I don't know. I guess I'm surprised she didn't. So it didn't work. So she, like, puts the necklace on poor Delphine. It drives her insane, makes her kill herself, and then magically whips itself upstairs to the bureau, right? Like, Carlotta's mm-hmm. like, the necklace is missing. And next thing you know, it's right upstairs. But I, I guess what what is what – what, is bothering me is that it's they mention it's been 13 generations of like Mayfair women passing down to their daughters, right? So how is it that after 13 generations she doesn't know that you can't just like stick some poor sap with the necklace and fix everything? That's like, a good question. You know why? Because nobody talks to each other or tells anybody anything in this whole operation, I guess. Although it's funny because Uncle Carlton or whatever his name is seems to know everything. Creepy Uncle Harry Hamlin. Um, 
seems to have an awful lot of info, which I guess, like, he seems to be, like, Lasher's lackey, so maybe Lasher told him some of it? I don't know. Uh, but I was frustrated by it. The only person who had any info was that young girl at the funeral. Remember that girl at the funeral was like, oh, I'm so glad well, the designee is here and going to do something. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the other thing is, is that most of the people I don't think of the family consider Lasher a bad thing. Like, it's just, she doesn't want it, and Carlotta thinks he's evil. And I'm not saying he's not evil, I'm just saying, like, the other one, a lot might not be known for that reason either. I think Carlotta, I could be wrong, but I think Carlotta's the only one that's really tried to stop him. Because the other yes. people were like, oh, it's so great, type of thing. So, I think that yeah. maybe, maybe people don't know, or maybe people know it's a really bad thing, it's not a good thing, and they don't want to tell Rowan because they want her to be the sucker that gets stuck with it. <laughs> and like, and like, you, you You've got a sucker lined up. Don't give her any warning, or Lasher might come for your daughter instead. I don't think I don't that that's the case, but that's funny, and I, I can see that. <laughs> but um, I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. But um, I, oh. I just the opinion that it's like a an honor to the other people. Um, that was how I took it. Uh, Rowan doesn't want it because Rowan wants to be her own person, and Carlotta thinks he's evil. But I think she's the only. I, I mean, I think some of them are scared of him. Like I think, um, what's his name? Harry Hamlin's character. He seems yeah. scared of Lasher, but yet at the same time, he seems to help Lasher. So I, I don't know. He does seem a little scared of him, but he's also not one of the women either. So it's, it's hard to tell. But yeah, I, I don't you guys don't believe what any powers. I agree with you there. I don't think she um, can do anything. I think that's other than a problem. Although I guess okay. she has to have enough power, though, to be able to perform a spell if she's binding it to her, probably. So I don't know. But I'm not sure I if guess. a spell is having a power. Because they seem to, like, I think most of them have, like, if they have it, it's like a special Wait, specific... hold on. What do, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean, binding a spell to her? Well, we're saying... Okay. We're saying that Carlotta doesn't have any powers. No. But, like, if she's somehow sticking the the key, oh, okay, she just drugged her. I thought, I mis, I don't know if maybe I misunderstood that or maybe it has, I'm getting ahead of myself, so I won't say anything else. No, but she kept, I thought, well, no, that doesn't, yeah, that has to be right. She, she kept her on psychotropic drugs for 20 years. She basically kept right. her kind of chronic. Am I, mis, maybe I'm misremembering, but I thought when she put the, the, the key on that other woman. Didn't she say a spell or something? Maybe she was just praying, no. and I'm thinking for something. No, she just threw it at her praying. neck and was, was like, good luck, throw down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, she, no, she was, she was praying. Okay. I was so, thinking she did. That's what I was going to say. If she doesn't have powers, how does she bind it to her? But she doesn't. You're right. It's like there. I think it's just whoever's wearing it is, like, stuck with it. Right. But it probably so, has but, to be a mason for it to work, is my but, guess. The continuing problem with the show is it is not – they do not make things clear. They kind of throw shit at us and hope that everybody's read mm-hmm. the books. <laughs> because mm-hmm. what I'm seeing on the screen, I know certain things, but I'm watching the show, and they're not explaining what they're showing us. So to clarify some things for you guys, the reason when uh, – what, what was the mate, Celeste? Was that her name? The one banged her head against the wall? I think it was Delphine. 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 Oh, Delphine. Oh, oh, How could I forget that name? 
So the reason that happened was because the Mayfair witches that 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 Lasher binds himself to, they control Lasher. That's the thing. You know, I mean, I think uh, Cortland even says it in this episode. He's like, he goes, you control him, not the other way around. You know, they control Lasher. They called, you know, Suzanne called forth Lasher and the Mayfair women have controlled him throughout his, throughout time. Putting that necklace on somebody that's a not a witch and b not a Mayfair doesn't they, work. Yeah. Lasher control Lasher controls them. So I don't know what mm-hmm. Carlotta was thinking. Um, and the thing that I, the way I saw that scene with everything, um, the reason she's not telling Rowan anything uh, is because she. I saw it as she's trying to manipulate her because she had every intention from the minute Rowan got to town. Her, I, I, from what I saw on the screen and the way I perceived it was Carlotta was planning to kill her the whole time. Cause I think in Carlotta's mind, if she kills the last, um, the Mayfair woman, the key and bound to him, that he'll then, then Lasher, she, she thinks Lasher's going to go away if she kills Rowan. Because that's it. It ends with Rowan. Because oh, because she doesn't want to have children. To, if she doesn't have a daughter. Well, yeah, yeah. If you kill her, she obviously right? can't have kids. <laughs> you can't have kids if, you, if, you, if, if you're dead. And she would be the yeah. last one. So in her mind, that would end Lasher. Whether or not that would have worked had she succeeded, I have I mean, oh. absolutely no idea. And, no, and nobody knows. Carlotta doesn't know. She was, she was on a whim. You know, she was sacrificing herself, hoping. I mean, I guess in Carla- yeah, Carlotta's I mind, do if, it doesn't, if it doesn't work, I'll be dead, too, and not have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. to be fair, okay, I do think, okay, they control Lasher, but I think, like, with Deidre, I think that Lasher can, is, can influence them, it seems like. Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Sway them. And I do think that she honestly believes Lasher's evil. I mean, I think she's trying to stop him because she does think he's bad. Obviously, she's not necessarily a good person to do it, but I'm just saying. But, uh, cause she, well, yeah, know, I mean, she's trying and to, that's, well, see, that's the thing. Good either, from what, and again, I'm just going with what I've seen on the show and the way I'm perceiving it from this. He seduces them at a young age. You know, he, he, like he starts with them when they're, yeah, exactly. He grooms them when they're young so that when yeah, they just, get yeah. older, when they get older and more powerful, they're more likely to be seduced by him and his charms and everything to get, to get them to mm-hmm. do what he actually wants. You know, I mean, they mm-hmm. have the final say, he, you know, he could influence them to do things and they might've done, you know, other witches might've done things for him, but if they were to be like, no, it's not happening. Hey, go stand in the corner. He has no choice, but to go and stand in the corner. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so. Do they have to know how to, let me let me ask you this, AJ, because I'm confused about one thing when you say that. And granted, you haven't seen as far as I have. But it, do they have to understand how to control him? Or I, I take it that it's not inherent. You literally tell him what to do to control. Oh, him. okay. Well, then some of okay. Then there's some stuff that doesn't make sense. Unless they've changed. We'll unless they've changed. I mean, that's what the, that's what it sounds like so far on the show from what they've said. That's kind of what I thought, but I was a little confused. Well, I can't, I can't really talk too much about it. Well, you've seen it. Well, I mean, I, I know this I mean, part. I think the book, so I'm not really spoiling anything for you. But it's easier if you watch it first, and then, then we'll talk <laughs> after next yeah. week. 
Um, um, yeah. I, say, I actually, next week's episode, I really like, I, I, it, it to me is kind of like a, and I don't know why because it's so not. So we'll talk about that next week. Feeling of, no, no, I'm just going to say, I like next <laughs> week. It gives me a feeling of like a, like a sort of haunted house episode, if that makes sense. And it doesn't without seeing it, but that's what it makes me think of. Just kind of the, the way that the episode's like shot and stuff. I don't know. But anyway, we'll wait. We'll talk about that. Um, but I really like this. That's my point. I... So one thing that drove me nuts, actually, when the episode started, I actually got angry. <laughs> Why is that? Because the episode, because the episode starts with her and Cyprian having sex, and I actually yelled at the TV. I was like, are you kidding me already? Like, the last thing we saw, they were holding <laughs> yeah. hands. The last thing we yeah. saw, they were holding was hands. I thought that was next week. Okay. No, I'm, I'm no last, yeah, last week was when he... No, was that when was a little, he, uh... Yeah, and that was how the episode ended, and this one starts with them having sex and in a bra, no less. And I was like... <laughs> and I was like... And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, they went from that to this in, in the span of off screen. And then, thank God, it mm-hmm. was, you know, it turned out to be a dream. And I felt better. But I was actually angry at first. I'm like, this show is just no. <laughs> I'm like, there was no build up to their relationship. There was that no was build up to anything with these two. Lasher, wasn't it? Didn't she dream about Lasher, too, or something? Yeah, Lasher's head popped up in there. I, it's, I think it started okay, as Cyprian, and then he turned into Lasher. Then it turned into um, Lasher. Okay, that makes more sense. I was kind of confused. And then like, I don't know about I don't know about you two, but but Cyprian's joke was awful when he get, made her poached egg, and she's like, "Oh, I love poached eggs." He's, she's like, "How do you know?" He goes, "Well, I was in your mind," and the look oh, yeah. of complete <laughs> horror on her. And I'm thinking, I'm like, "Wow, did they really write that line for him?" Like. That was bad. <laughs> like, I I don't, like, it wasn't even, like, even though he, he's like, I'm kidding, you know, and he said whatever he said, and then she was like, oh, hey, hey, hey. Like, it was one of those forced fake laughs. Like, she was, like, going, oh, shit, what did I do? That was, that was the, the look I got from her. Uh. Um, but I, I have a pretty good idea what's going to happen next episode. <laughs> um with him getting stabbed and everything, but I don't know. I just, I feel like, I feel like people need to stop adapting things and trying to change it. You know, if you change it, change things for the better, change it, change it to maybe make, help the audience to show more. Your own ideas or keep it the same if you're doing somebody else's, right? Yeah. Well, and, and it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be exactly the same. Sometimes, you know, we've right. talked about this before. Some things don't translate from, you know, from, from the written word to the screen. You know, sometimes, you know, inner thoughts of characters can't be translated exactly. It, it needs to be a visual thing. So, you know, you change certain things. Certain things aren't going to work the right day. You know, like we're going to talk about Last of Us in a minute. There's certain things that they've changed in these first three episodes that made it fit better for television, you know, and... Yeah. Those things work. When you completely change the story, and I'm going to complain about it again, and take two prominent characters and put them into one, um, it, 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 yeah. Cyprian, Cyprian is the biggest problem of the show for me. It, it really, really is. And I'm trying to just watch it for what it is, but it just... <laughs> 
it's like he can't he can't be both characters. I don't know. I I don't understand what they were thinking. I really really don't. But aside from that, what we're seeing on the screen, the biggest problem is we need more information as viewers. And mm-hmm. maybe they'll get to that around to that, and, and it'll be better. But right now, it's 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 needless. It's very disappointing to me. Oh, and by the way. Suzanne, any of you understand why uh, she was being so overdramatic at that woman's funeral? Oh, my God. I, well, I turned it on late, and I was like, what is going on? Wait, which <laughs> one is Suzanne? That's the one in the past. The one, the one in the past, yeah. Yes, yeah, the one in the past. Trying to remember the funeral. I don't remember the funeral. It wasn't very memorable. They were like in the woods well, with an altar and they had a flower oh, dancing around yeah. and screaming wailing. and acting like crazy people. Yeah, that I mm-hmm. didn't understand. I didn't know that you mm-hmm. were considering. I thought you're right. That was a funeral. Yeah, I don't know because they. I don't know if they were trying to be one with nature or what they were trying to do. But it, but it was just her. Like everybody else was doing their thing. She was like, I don't know what that like was. It was wailing. wailing. That's the best Holy way to describe crap. it. It is. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That was. Oof, I was like, what was are very, you doing? Um, well, yeah, and and given, I mean, it was sort of like primal. I was going to say primitive, but really like primal. But yeah, okay. Like, primal. I but given that like we have also yeah. seen them like. Be, like having a conversation and being fairly learned in the ways of herbs and stuff like that and medicine. I don't know. That was like, like I'm really struggling to see how the flashbacks are relevant. I mean, they're showing that witchcraft goes way, way back, but we knew that. Like, I don't need that, right? Right. I'm really, hell, I'm really Carlotta struggling told to see why her, I need to spend five minutes every week on that. Yeah, well, hell, JoJo told us that when they, uh, when she when she talked about all the portraits, <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, how yeah. we got our flashback in thirty seconds. We didn't need. We don't need all this primal screaming. Um, yeah. You know, and I said that before. You know, give me give me half an episode or a full episode of a flashback, and be done with it. Don't give me these little snippets that make no sense even together right now. Even if you took all those pieces and put them all together right now, it's just just it, it's pointless. Yeah, I, I just I fail to understand how they uh, are, are trying to put this story to screen. Yeah. Um, so, so I also was frustrated with Rowan, who it seems like to the viewer it is so obvious that she should not be hanging around in this house with and. I guess I thought Supreme was clear, but I guess he's not clear enough. Uh, or maybe she's just, there's some magical force compelling her to want to be in this house. Um, and like when she says, when she sends Supreme a text that says, hey, look at this necklace, it's in the picture. Why do you text back, like, take that freaking thing off your neck? It's very dangerous. Like, what? Why does that know. He, he's like, like, then he starts researching it and everything. That would have been my response, too. <laughs> right? Like, he has to know. He's in the Talamasca, and he's, like, the protector of the Mayfairs. He has to know about the necklace, right? Did he yeah. his job I thought he did. Ago? Uh, yeah. Uh, and so he finally goes over there, and then, I mean, it was obviously he was going to get stabbed. First of all, there's no way Harry Hamlin is getting stabbed in, in like, this 
early episode, right? But also the way he was holding it and the way that whole scene went down, it was kind of obvious. There wasn't really a question to me that it that it wasn't Cyprian. It wasn't, you know, like the big stakeout out you always get, like when the gun goes off and you don't know who. I thought it was kind of obvious. Wait, wait. Cyprian. Oh, wait. Wait, what? Nice what did you him. What did you just say? You when, said Cyprian gets stabbed. In there. Oh no, no! By Car- yeah, it's, Car- it's uh, C- Carlotta, Camilla, whatever her name is, stabs him by mistake. Carlotta. Right? Yeah. She's, yeah. She's trying to burn down the house. I keep saying Camilla because I just watched Ozark. Um. Oh yeah, it's not Harry Hamlet. It's Carlotta. I kind of knew that it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, we wait, what? Cyprian, the way she's holding it. I'm oh, like yeah. getting my scenes mixed up. Sorry. Um. It was. She was like setting the house on fire and shit. Right. I was like, gee, lady. Yeah. Like. Like, it seems like there are easier ways to kill her, like... Well, that's why she went after her with a knife and ended up stabbing Cyprian instead. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I was going to say hire someone to kill her in the elevator, but, like, that whole thing I want to talk about also in a second. Um, so he's stabbed, but he's obviously going to live. I mean, he can't be killed in this episode. Plus, like, okay, luckily, uh, his friend is a surgeon, Right? I mean, she can't necessarily perform surgery in the house, but she can do some pretty good, like, first aid on him right there. Um, he's going to live. But uh, Carlotta, I kind of want Carlotta to die because she's just too cuckoo and crazy to, to be, like, a sustainable character, I think. Like, she's a little, I don't know if she likes this in the book, but she seems like stereotypical, like, hyper-religious freak. Um and she may have fulfilled her purpose in my mind. I don't know. Maybe Rowan can just explode her brain. By the way, was anybody else <laughs> like offended that that Rowan was like maybe about to kill a lizard? I was. I was no, like, she, was, she, was pra- she wasn't going to kill. She wasn't going to kill the lizard. I think she now that she understands, be, like, seeing if she was practicing more than. But she was yes, practicing. I thought that too. Because now Cyprian, Cyprian that, that whole hand-holding thing was the beginning of Cyprian helping her control to control her powers. I think she's yeah. like practicing on the lizard. In that, in that sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I took it that, because I, I thought she was going to kill it too, and then I took it as, I think she like connected with it to see how it works. Like she, like she can go yes. into their circulatory system or whatever the heck it is. And I don't know if that's actually medically the right term, but you know what I mean? She can go in and like see their their um their living the way that they're alive. I, I'm not describing it good, but you get what I'm saying. We know what you mean, Jamie. You know what I mean. You understand my crazy talk. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So, what did I say? I want to also talk about. Oh. Uh, the whole investigation where they captured the guy who killed Deidre in the elevator, and there was this creepy-ass special effect of him being possessed by, I'm like, oh, my God, who's possessing him? Is that the devil? That's a demon? This is some creepy shit, right? And then, of course, it's Lasher. But, but Jamie, tell me if I understood this correctly. Somebody hired that man to kill Deidre, and we don't know who it is, and Lasher has possessed him subsequently after he killed her. It wasn't. It wasn't Lasher who yes. possessed him to kill her. 
right? Lasher came yeah, after I the killing. Yeah, I was confused with that at the beginning, too. And I think part of the well, reason it was confusing was because that guy that has Cyprian come see him asks him if he was possessed, and then at the end he's possessed by Lasher. But, yes, I don't think – I was under the impression after I thought that about it is I think Lasher, like, tortured that guy because he killed Deidre. Is that, yes, exactly. Do you agree with that, AJ? Okay. That's my yeah, thought. Yeah, they yeah. did Lasher, not explain yeah. it very well, again. <laughs> See, I, I actually, actually, I thought they explained that kind of well. <laughs> because, or well, the pieces were there because after, after she was killed and Lasher went to um, Cortland – and Lasher was visibly upset, and he told Cortland to find out who, you know, he's like, it's your hotel. He says something like, it's your hotel. Find out who did this, you know. So I'm guessing maybe Cortland found out who did it, and Lasher told La- and he told Lasher, and Lasher went and tormented the guy. Yeah. Now, Is that in the hired him. that Because ha- you said Deidre no, was dead no. at the beginning. Deidre was dead at the beginning of the book. So, yeah, none of that happened. Okay, this is all there new. is no murder. I'm, yeah, okay. Nope. Um, so, I was distracted. Part of the reason it took me a minute to, like, suss that out of my head is because I was so distracted by um, Cyprian's boss, who I feel is obviously a bad guy. He was being very squirrely and weird, and I feel like that guy is yeah. working against Cyprian or is a acolyte of Lasher or something, right? You thought that too, Jamie? Yeah. I, well, I don't know that I think he's with Lasher, but, yeah, I do think he's bad or something. He seemed to be. Yeah. He was quite obviously. Yeah, creepy. I don't know. I mean, I, he's supposed to be Talamasca, so I wouldn't – him being bad doesn't necessarily make sense, but maybe he's like a double agent or something. That doesn't really make sense yep. either, but <laughs> it makes maybe the Talamasca has, anyway. has a bad HR well, department. Kalamaska's squirrely yeah. to begin with. Mm, that's true. We don't really know a whole lot of it about on the series, though. I think you probably no, know more because right. you've read the book. So. Well, I mean, Kalamaska's in Vampire Diaries, or excuse me, I did it again. Interview uh, the Vampire Chronicles too. They oh, didn't yeah. mention it though in with the Vampire, did they? Not yet, but they will eventually. I would okay, think. Okay, but that's <laughs> okay, but they didn't. That's why I'm. Hmm. Well, I feel like I'm waiting to see what happens with that guy. And I know AJ uh, probably knows and can't tell, or maybe not, because maybe with the combined characters, AJ doesn't know. But No, I don't know who he is. And if and if he is in the book, he's very minor. I mean, he could have sent – in the book, he could have sent uh, Leitner. You know, he could be Leitner's boss in the book, but he's such a minor piece that – at least in the book that I don't know if he even exists in the book. Whether or not he's hmm. going to be more interesting in the show, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see about that. Um, so, I guess that's pretty much everything that happened this week. Like, I felt like at least some stuff happened. While I'm frustrated that people aren't talking and we should be learning more in this short season, it did actually, like, move along a little bit. Um, right. Like, Rowan's already wearing the necklace. Although it looked like when... Remember when Deidre was wearing the necklace? Like, it wouldn't come off, right? Like, it was, like, kind of stuck on her or whatever. Um, and left what a mark mean? or whatever when the 
I think it was Timmy was when the doctor was trying to get her off her neck. It looked like, like that necklace was sort of like. Didn't I see a scene where it was sort of like hard to get off or permanently like around her neck? Like, no. or maybe she just had a mark. Maybe she had a mark on her neck because that necklace was sitting there for thirty years while she was catatonic. And that, maybe it like yeah, bad, I don't know, yeah. probably it's bad for yeah, you. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because the doc, the doctor took the doctor took it off in like two seconds. He unclasped, he unclasped yeah, he it and it came right, right off. I'm remembering the marks on her neck maybe from wearing the same necklace for thirty, yeah. 30 years. Turn her yeah. neck green. But you know what? Um, to, to, to be to be fair, Karen, not telling anybody anything or asking the right questions. Listen, it worked for one of the best shows we ever watched. So other what? people probably think it'll work for them too. Yes. Nobody <laughs> ever told anybody. There's only like 30 people, and they Nobody never else. told no. each other anything. 108 survivors no, at first, right? The, the, the whole the whole thing with Desmond. Constantly, we were like oh, asking yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah, that was. Uh, so, so all right. yeah. All right. Speaking of lost, I do want to okay. mention that before we're we're all done. Yeah, but let's finish in. up Mayfair. Um, well, I do. I first want to say about Mayfair. I did put up the interview with Beth Grant about Carlotta. Um, if you want to read that, um, mm-hmm. that's up. But uh, but yeah, are we done? I don't want to cut you guys off if you're not. Done. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, go ahead. What, what do you got next for us, Jamie? I am talking to Jorge on Thursday, so oh, that's I'm right. very excited. I forgot. About that. <laughs> yeah. So I gotta, I gotta decide what I'm gonna ask about Lost. You guys gotta help me pick because I'm gonna ask at least something about Lost. I gotta ask something. But this is this is for his movie uh, that he has a small part in, The Condor's Nest, is what the the interviews for. But uh, but yeah, so that's cool. That's kind of when cool. is that? Yeah. Tomorrow? Thursday. No, Thursday. All right. And it will be on video, so y'all can see it later. <laughs> cool. Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. You can, you can ask him what it was like working United. with Rob Zombie. <laughs> For what? <laughs> he was in the Munsters. Oh, oh okay. I was going to say. I um I was just anyway. thinking, I wish I could say come on a podcast. I can't really say <laughs> that. It'd be nice, but it's it's you know publicists and stuff. You can't just do that now, but it would be nice. Um, okay. Well, anyway, let's uh, move on. We'll talk about that after I after I talk to you, we'll talk about it more. Um, so do quantum you want leap. To do Last of Us now or Quantum Leap? Let's let's do Quantum Leap first. Okay. So it's back after two week it's two week hiatus. And yeah. I kinda I liked I liked this episode the way it was set up. Um I like how it was kinda like it was like it was like Groundhog Day, but it wasn't because he kept jumping between bodies. Um and I even liked the part where it was like he had no choice but to figure it out in the ne- in the in the janitor's body because he had nobody else to jump into. So I thought it was kind of cool how they made it, you know, they gave us the impression that he had infinite, you know, chances to figure this out. And then, um, I, I did, I did figure out that it was the pen though. I was like, I was like, I was like, like, somebody set it off. I was like, I think it's a damn pen. I know it is because he did the pen too. I did catch that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I was also so, waiting for the soda. They kept showing the soda. Yeah, and I was like, I oh, the, the soda, soda has to mean something also. Too. It was a MacGuffin. <laughs> yeah. That so was our, MacGuffin. Red, hair. red herring, not a MacGuffin, but yeah. Yeah, red herring. Right. But yeah. But I like this one. I thought it was a unique twist type of thing. But yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, but I, I have, I'm trying to find out about it because it's been driving me crazy. And I know you guys don't care, but I'm going to mention it because it's driving me crazy. I could swear that this episode was filmed where they film Stargate because the whole thing where the reactor is looks like the Stargate camera. Oh, I have no idea. I was on that set way back when, which is why I'm noticing it and thinking about it because nobody else will. But from what I'm trying to find out, it seems like this show is filmed in California, but yet Ernest Movie Database Pro also lists Vancouver, so I have no clue. But I would think that it would have been the set would have been destroyed a long time ago. But I'm kind of wondering. You think so? I haven't heard anybody else mention it, so I don't know. But I'm kind of wondering if maybe they made it look like it as like an homage or something, because um, some people that work on this, like the you know the executive producer, worked on Stargate, and there's also the fact that the character that um, Robert Picardo, the character he played in Stargate's name is Wolsey, which is the same as in this episode. So I'm wondering if it's more like they did it on purpose rather than it, it could absolutely be that, that then yeah that's pretty yeah. cool though I, I like when I, I like that happens more that was that room but that was at like MGM so I don't even know why it would be and they would have like destroyed that how many years ago but it was cool yeah. it made me think about it because that was a that was a very cool uh, that is pretty cool uh, that was part of a convention not as a journalist I went to but I had been on the the set in the Atlanta set it was a lot of fun so I was thinking about that today. But anyway, yeah, because I just got done watching. Cool. It is pretty um, cool. Um, what do you think, cool. Karen? Well, I, I enjoyed this episode. Um, I um, I kind of felt it was a little early to already be in a time loop. Like, we're only, like, in the back half of season one, and we're running through a lot of, like, time time things that I'm like, oh, I was, I, I don't know, I kind of felt like, oh, a time loop is like a season two or a season three aspect. Um, I don't know, I, like, I felt like, are we blowing all of the, like, what's going to be left? Like, they, you know, they... Good storytelling, maybe? <laughs> well, yeah, although I did, so I was a little worried, like, oh, gee, we're already getting into time loops, and, and like, you know... We still haven't really, like, we say every week that they could be digging a little bit more into his experiences while he's in a body. But I did like how they used the time loop to bring Janice a little bit into the fold. And they were like, oh, yeah. Janice is the number one expert in the world on time loops, and so we're going to have to, you know, bring her in. And I, I did like that whole Janice thing. I think it's only a matter of time before they enter to the team. I'm not sure that I feel it's necessary. Like, like there – I don't feel the team is lacking a personality and I also, um, you know, having an opponent or a villain, there's value to that in storytelling. So I don't want to see her converted to a friend like too, too quickly. Right. But I did like where they went with that. I agree. I like the idea of bringing her onto the team simply as the fact that I don't see her being like everybody's friend all of a sudden. I think it'd be interesting to have her on the team because she knows things that they don't know, you know, 
which I think help would help on his leaps. And I don't think I think she's going to stay not so much a villain, but an adversary. Even even once she's brought into the fold, I think she's still going to be an adversary. Um, definitely with Jen, and and most likely with uh, uh, what's her face there too. Um, Addison to some extent. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Addison. Ian Ian's going to befriend her first. Ian's going to be like, "Come here, give me a hug," because he's all being nice to her already. But um, yeah. And one thing I really liked about the episode actually was at the end of the episode when um you know when he's uh when Ben's saying to Addison, if somebody came back, you know, came to from the future back to 2023, would we be viewed as the villains, you know? Cause, and I, we yeah. talked about this with lots of other things where, you know, a lot of times the villains mm-hmm. think they're the hero, you know, they think they're doing mm-hmm. the right thing. They don't realize they're the villain, you know? And I, I, I thought it was an interesting take and look at it on, you know, on, you know, being, ha- ha- having, you know, that kind of technology in the wrong hands. I mean, I mean, honestly, I think the technology is in the wrong hands of whoever's in the future. Um, yeah. But, you know. No, I wanted to ask you guys, at the very end, she's going to tell Addison who told Ben to leak. Who do you think it is? I think she's going to say Addison told them. That's just my You know, I, I was know. thinking... I, I was thinking that, but then that means they're, you know, I, I the, the thought crossed my mind, but the only way that works is if Addison leaps in the future and came back and talked to Ben. What? So, hey, I'm going to die. You need to save me or something. I don't know. Not necessarily. She just said who told Ben to leave. There could have been another reason. Oh, yeah, but it would have, okay, I guess that makes sense if it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, you're right. It would have probably been. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And if she's going to mm-hmm. give her a name, she's not going to give her her own name. I mean, the thought, I, I'll be honest, like I said, the thought did cross my mind, but then I quickly was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Um. I don't think it's going to be anybody we know. I think it was just one of those cliffhanger moments um, for next week. And uh, I, I don't see how it can be anybody we know, actually. Uh, yeah, I don't see how it can be either. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, that I, was but now that you said that, you're, it doesn't make as much sense as I thought it did. One thing that I don't want to. One thing that's really different between this show and some other, like the old Quantum Leap or some other time travel shows, is that when Ben goes into another body when he goes back in time, he rarely sees any of the marginalization or other kinds of consequences that he would get by being a like a like a minority yeah, we person. Like, yeah. Yeah, like we, in this episode, in this episode, he was the black janitor and he was the Asian American female reporter in 1962. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, really he's been a woman multiple times now and it's just like nothing, right? It's like nothing for him to be a woman. Like, 
the first time he, he like, that guy touched him in the disco and he punched him. But that was, like, it, right? And, like, yeah. the scene where the where the scientist turns to the janitor and says, what are you doing in here? And the janitor says, oh, sorry, and walks away. Like, you know, they're letting the like that was guy the walk around. Yeah. And then the security guy was a black guy. And, look, I don't necessarily need this show to be, like, giving me a lesson in the civic history of this country and, like, how bad things have been and are still. And I can see why they're trying to put together, like, a diverse cast when you see an episode, but I sometimes like... But back then, it would be an issue, and they never mention it. Sometimes... They don't have to do it all the time, but sometimes... Right, but sometimes diversity for the sake of diversity doesn't help tell the story. Like, be realistic to the story. Like, you know, like... The original show didn't, you know, when it needs to be, when it could be diverse, it was. But when it had to be specific, it was, you know. You don't go throwing yeah. diversity into it. And, and I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to go too far off on this, but it's a problem with a lot of shows today. You know, diversity for the sake of diversity, like I just said, is is sometimes a bad thing. And it hurts the story you're trying to tell because you see an element in a story that doesn't make sense, especially if it's a period piece and all of a sudden it's like, wait, <laughs> why is that person there yeah. if this I story is, why you know, it, from 1956? When it makes no sense historically, it, it's confusing. Right. That, 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 exactly, and that's what I'm saying, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not even, you know, I'm just going to stop there. Yeah, but I understand. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, we understand why they do it. It just sometimes... It yes. historically doesn't make a lot of sense. But they have had a lot of opportunities to use it and put it in the story, they, which they haven't, which is why it's surprising. Right. Because they've yes. had, like, characters where they could have made a really good storyline with it. And it's like they just, like you say about her, him being a woman in that, and they just kind of gloss over it. But, I mean, I guess that's not no, I mean, perfect. what the story is. But I think some things they well, could go uh, a little deeper into. I agree, and I think that's part of the – I think the problem is I think the writers of this show are so concerned with the overall goal of 2023. Uh-huh. I don't feel like – they're not spending they're not spending enough time on the story at hand with Ben. And like Karen said, he's, you know, he punched that guy once as a woman, and, and since then it's like whatever. I mean, Karen mentioned also um, last uh, – Two, three, whatever we talked, whenever we talked about the last two episodes of Quantum Leap, when he he was the uh, the black uh, bodyguard, you know that was what the early, when was that seventy seventy one seventy two? I think we said something. And like there that. was and there was n- and there was no comments at all about her dating a black man. You know, I mean, yeah, there was interracial relationships in the early seventies but it was always made a big deal of. I mean, don't get me. I mean, I wasn't around in the early 70s. I mean, I was. I was 75. I was one. Um, <laughs> you know, but I, you know, I know, I know enough, I know enough history. My point is, it's just, it's another missed opportunity for them to have touched on that and to have explored it, but they didn't do. It's like, you know, another situation where there was, you know, doing it for the sake of doing it rather than exploring it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I don't 
I don't, we don't need a history lesson, right? But what I would no. like to see, you don't need to do I, what I would Doctor like, Who sometimes does when we're complaining that right. they, they, uh, you know, they go too much into like, you got to say, I'm, and I'm talking more like when they're doing it for the environment, not about, you know, diversity. But I mean, sometimes it, it's too teachy. We don't need it to be preachy and teachy, but it would be nice sometimes if they made it a little more realistic. Well, and and realistic in the sense that I'd like to see the the storytelling, the struggle, like, yeah. consequences of, of what happens when Ben can't get in the room. Like when Ben is the Ben bloops into the black janitor and he can't get in the room because they're like janitor, get out. Who are you, the janitor? Or when he's a woman and nobody will listen to him because he's a woman. Like, he never has any, like, obstacle as a result of being in his body, right? And, and I do think there's a, there's a storytelling value in him being a person mm-hmm. who can't, like, he, oh, right? Like, everybody just accepts yeah, him no, all the time, right. and, and, and yeah. there's a value in that. Um, well, I, I did appreciate I said it. That I thought early of on. Yeah. I, I, I did think of you, AJ. There was a scene where um, AJ was putting it recently how Ben's always just like talking randomly to nobody and nobody ever says anything. Oh, and there was, was yeah, one was point in this episode where they're like, what's going on? Because he was just, he doesn't even ever excuse himself or anything to talk to Addison, right? Yeah, that they do that in a lot of shows and it irritates. Like at least, I know they can't because he's in the past, but sometimes like they could get, you know, earbuds or you know bluetooth but they do do that in a lot of shows that's not this is not the only show that has that issue yeah well it's actually funny because but that's the thing like i'm glad they did that in this episode like it was kind of like i think that you know they might have been seeing internet buzz or whatever the case is and added that whatever or somebody in the writing room was like you know he it needs to be you know they decided to address it I mean, even on the original Quantum Leap, there was times I used to get mad at Sam because he would do the same thing, talking to Al, and then he'd get caught, and then he'd give, like, this funny little look and, like, make some kind of quick excuse and then excuse himself and go in the bathroom or go around the corner or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas this, yeah. like I said, I just, I feel like, I, 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 I wonder if the writers on this show watched enough the original show. And I realize it's not the same show and, it, you know, it's its own show and, and it's 2023 now and things are different. But there are a lot of good things Makes from sense. that show that they at least, you know, to see that, like, okay, you know, especially considering, you know, it's a continuation. You know, it's a revival. It's not the same cast. It's not the same show. But, I mean, there's many connections to that original original show and, and the people watching this are a lot of people that watch the original show so you might want to brush up on your yeah. quantum leap history i i sometimes wonder if it's it's like you said because they're spending so much time in 2023 as well well that's i that, i like they're yeah, not i really feel like that's part of the problem to some of that but some things yeah. are easy additions that they could have done that maybe don't necessarily yeah. take more time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and yeah. they don't all have to be, you know, they don't all don't have to be in depth, but more than what they've been doing. Like this episode, you know, I mean, this episode is one of those fun episodes because it's out of the norm. You know, he's jump. he's not going to jump into multiple bodies in a time loop all the time. This is like that special right. occasion episode, so it doesn't have to follow the nor- the normal formula, you know. I mean, there's an episode yeah. in the original Quantum Leap where it's a Halloween episode, and it's never really explained. It's just kind of funky, 
and like all these things happen. Then it turns out Sam dreamt the whole episode because he got knocked in the head oh, yeah. um, when he first, you know, got there and everything. But, you know, it, it heavily implied that the devil, literally the devil made him do it. Um, and it was, you know, it was just a fun episode and it was never explained. Nothing was, you know, it was just one of those deal with it. It's a Halloween episode type things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. You know, I mean, it helps that I, I, I mean, I do find all the characters really likable. Um, yeah. Even Janice, right? Like, I mean, Ben's really likable. Addison is more and more likable. Um, you know, I really like Ian the more I, you know, I mean, I do like Mason Alexander Park. Um, and I, I do, I do like Ian and I think they are doing a good job with incorporating a non-binary character without making it a thing. Like, right. like yeah. I mean, it's just Ian it's just, and Ian. looks yep. and acts the way Ian acts and there's not a thing about it. And there's no, like, well, there doesn't need to um, and the, you know. Yeah, course. they don't focus so, on it. Yeah. Like, I, look, I yeah, like, what's her name? Jesse, yeah. Jesse James Parker, the woman who was now on, um. Now that said that, I, oh. I knew his name. I'm, 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 I'm big, the woman um, from Big Sky. Big Sky. Big Sky. Yeah, Jesse. Isn't it Jesse yeah. James something? I should remember her name. Jesse James. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like her a lot, and they made oh, it just, part of the okay. story that her family rejected her because you know right. uh, she was a, a trans person, and it was fine and it worked okay. But uh, you know, I'm not objecting to it ever being part of the story when it makes sense. But I do really like that it's just who Ian is, and it's not a thing at all that's ever mentioned. Yeah. Right. Um. And I and I just really love to see Ian's look every week. Um, yeah, like they're doing a good job yeah. with costuming and direction and all. That. Yeah, Karen, Karen's always our fashion consultant. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this week, I was like, wait, is that a skirt? I was like, I was like, is that a skirt this week? I think it was. It was the one week. I don't know about this week, but but yeah, they got some good costumes. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, Mason Alexander Park. I looked it up. I knew that I knew their name, and I couldn't remember Mason what it Alexander was. Park, yeah. Cause, um, yeah, because yeah, Mason's from um, Sam. Sam. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay, sorry. At first, you were <laughs> you were saying you couldn't remember the name. That's why I looked it up. No, I couldn't remember the name of the woman on Big Sky. I remember Jesse James. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, See, that's where you lost me. There, you switched a little bit. Yeah. Talk about her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anything else about the episode? Uh, no, nope. I think that's about it. We will talk more next week about it. Yep. All right. Last All of right. us. Yes. I have a feeling Karen's going to say some of the same things I have to say about this episode <laughs> because she usually says stuff like this and gets mad at certain things. Um, so uh, I'm well, not going to say that first thing... because I'm, I'm guessing. Sorry, go ahead. You go first, then. Go ahead. <laughs> First thing I want to say is, did you guys all see the news that it's been renewed for a season two? Yes. No, I did not. That's cool. I think HBO renewed it yesterday or today. Yeah. yeah. I know season two Recently. is supposed to be, like I said, part of it's only, like, I think the first half of the second game, but um, yes. they're doing it different. Yeah. But anyway, 
what what I think you're going to say about it, this this is what you're telling me. Okay. So first, I just want to say and get out of the way. Okay. There was a, a great story this episode, a great love story. It was funny. It was sad. It was great. But, and, and granted, they are in the book, or the book, the game. The game. Sorry. <laughs> they are in the game. So I, I guess in that sense, I understand it. But what I don't understand is the third episode, early in the beginning of the season, devoting a whole episode to two characters just to kill them. <laughs> I figure that's what Karen's going to say, because you're always like, what was the point? They killed him anyway. Um, I mean, I really like the episode, and I really like the characters. I just feel like that at least third episode in, it was too much time devoted. Like, I missed the Ellie and Joel part of the story. Like, if they had maybe done it later in the season, I wouldn't have felt that way, but I don't know. Well, did you Do you agree with that, Karen? Because I really thought you would. Usually you get mad when they do that. Well, I mean, sometimes I get mad, but it was such an excellent hour of television. And so, story, yeah. It was so well was written, moving. acted, and directed, and it was so beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah and, bec- and because I have not played the game, I did not know that these characters are both dead in the game and that you never see them, right? Well, I think the one's dead, it sounded like. And I don't know because I didn't get that get there to know. But well, I Frank's think definitely already the dead. One was, yeah, Frank, Frank, I think never, Frank was dead in the game. I'll fill you no, in on that when I get when, when after you're done, Karen. All right. I'll, like, I'll, 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 it, I'll give you the play-by-play that Artie gave me. Like, not knowing... <laughs> that going into it, I didn't have that part where a game player might be like, hey, what's going on? They're dead. There's no way they can make it out of this episode, right? I mean, it was... Oh, yeah, I didn't it, expect this, them to die or anything. I mean, this this has been pretty bleak, and Joel was a very kind of dark and scarred person, and he already was, and then he, he, he loses Tess, and, and like, it, it's not a good picture of the apocalypse, and this was a story about a guy whose life began with the apocalypse, right? Yeah. Like, he, like, life begins when you meet Frank. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's totally unrealistic that he could, like, secure an entire town and live there by himself for 20-plus years and no creepers ever come and get him. And they, you know, they, they kind of skimmed over the whole part where he gets... Running. <laughs> That There's the whole part where he gets shot, not really in the stomach. It might have been through and through on the side there, but he gets shot, and, like, Frank's not a doctor, and then the next scene, 10 years have gone by, and he's fine. They did kind of gloss over that. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was such a good, good, really excellent, really well done. When other shows have done this, they just maybe don't do it so well. This was, like, almost perfect in its own yeah, little self-contained story. Yeah, and they did make story. about him really quickly. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I just, I, I guess, like, it, it's not that I don't think there was, you know, purpose for having the characters, and I like the characters. I just, that early in the show, like, I'm, like, I missed it not being about, like, Joel and Ellie. Yeah. Like, I would have yeah. liked this maybe, I do like at least the episode was longer. I think it was like a double episode. So we got some of them. But I would have even maybe rathered if they had, like, stretched it across two episodes and done, like, half the episode, maybe. Then maybe it wouldn't have felt uh, so much like, I want to know what's going on with them, you know? I mean, do you feel like it's a loss? Do you feel like it's a lost hour or, like, wasted time when they could have been, like, making their way across the country? It wasn't, 
I don't feel like that because, I mean, it was, like you said, it was a really, really good story. And I know that it sounds like, from what I'm, I'm getting out of it, at least one character was important in the game to some extent. So, like, I get it. I just feel like so early on to take so much of the episode with characters we don't know only to kill them. Yeah. Like, maybe if they had showed up in a previous episode, or like I said, maybe they took and spread this story over two episodes and put some of what was going to be in the next episode with Ellie and Joel, like, put that in this one and stretch it, you know, maybe I wouldn't have felt quite yeah. the same. And it wasn't like, and it wasn't like when I was watching it, I was per se thinking where they at and missing them. I don't mean it in that sense. I mean it more like, crap, i got to wait a whole week, and I want to see it. You know, I want to know what's yeah. going on with them, too. But when yeah. I was watching it, I was totally engrossed. It wasn't like I was, oh, you yeah. know, I don't want to watch this right yeah, now. It, right. Was, it was a great yeah. story. Um, and it was right. funny, and it was also sad. I mean, it kind of had everything. It was very emotional. Yeah. After it. I tell you, I really didn't expect that from uh, uh, the main guy, Megan Mullally's husband. What's his name? Um, <laughs> no. No. Uh, Nick Opperman. Nick Opperman. Nick Opperman. You know what I didn't expect even. You know what I didn't even expect even more. And this is really stupid to say, but it makes me laugh. When they showed the behind the scenes thing, you you saw the thing after, right? Didn't you? Yeah, I did. Karen. Yeah. Yes, I watched Seeing it. him without a beard was so weird. I, oh my god, I've so never seen him without so a and a mustache. No mustache. He had clean you know, shaven face. That was. Yeah. So different. I guess so I think different. of him really as a comedy actor. And yes, I do too. Please, um, personal love story and dramatic was was uh, I didn't like. I don't want to say I didn't think he could do it. I was just surprised to see him as the guy who did this. Yeah, he was good. Um, so I have one more yeah. little thing I want to say about about this episode and moving the story along. But AJ has been very patient. So you want to jump in? <laughs> Um, I agree with what Karen said. This was practically a perfect hour of television. I absolutely love this episode. Um, a lot of funny things happened. The first thing I said um, when when they made it apparent that, that they were both gay, I was like, now wait a minute. I was like, that is really unrealistic. I was like, what are the odds? The only person that we've seen him come across this whole time and traps in a hole is another gay man. Come on. <laughs> I was like, how lucky can you get? Um but no, I absolutely loved it, and actually, they got me because when he got shot um, in that scene, and he's laying on the table, and Frank's like, "Just keep pressure. We're going to sew you up. You're going to be fine." And then they focus on his on Bill's face. He looks like he stops breathing, and his eyes are wide open. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I was like, "They killed him." I was like, "What is wrong?" And then and then it shows ten years later. And Frank's in a wheelchair, and, he's like, oh, and, and, and Bill's yeah, pushing him around. I'm like, whoa, the hell? I was like, okay, clearly he didn't die. I was like, but what's going on now? I was like, oh, my God. Um, I just, it was, I thought it was done so wonderfully. And, and the scene, you know, the scene where Frank uh, drinks the wine with the pills in it, I was like, eh, he, he drank the pills, too. I was like, he's totally, they're totally going out together. And then, of course, they did. Um that was, I mean, just the whole episode was great. And I think, you know, to, to Jamie's point, um, I didn't miss Ellie and, and Joel. I got plenty of Ellie and Joel's back and forth um, in that hour. Um, and part of it, you got to remember, Jamie, is 
this isn't like other adaptations. They're actually going by the story they have in front of them, <laughs> and they're just putting it on well, TV. a lot of this so, was – I, I think a lot yes. of this – now, so, now, some stuff – yes. Yeah. Now, so, already informed, already informed me after the episode, some of the stuff is different. In the game, um, Bill's still alive. I don't know if Bill's still alive, but at the time, Bill was still alive. And it kind of made me sad because I would have loved to have seen Bill and Ellie have a, have a back and forth because I guess they have a pretty funny Wait. back and forth in the game. Yeah. Say that again. What? In the game, Bill is still alive when they get there. At the time, he's, yes. at this point in the show, he's alive in the game. Yes. Yeah, they changed Which that. Which means maybe he doesn't survive. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but, I don't. I don't know beyond that. But but at first, he was definitely alive. So um, when they get there, he's there. It's not like here's the key, take whatever you want, and they took almost nothing. Right. Right. Yeah, I was. That was that was one thing that upset me. I'm. I was actually yelling at them. I'm like, fill up the truck. If you have a truck, fill it yeah. up. Yeah. Take the boat. Take it yeah. all. You never. Um, you know what? I was bored. <laughs> exactly. Saying, I think, and, and maybe you guys disagree with me, but I kind of part of me like, okay, I get that it's part of their. I don't want to say responsibility, but. I feel like it's partially your responsibility if you have a chance to save the world that maybe you should. But I also feel like they should just stay there. They could make a life there. She could grow up. You know, there's a part of me that's like, why are you leaving? That is hilarious. To hear that that coming out of Jamie's mouth cracks me up. (laughs) Because I recall... When when the when the Grimes gang got to Alexandria, and all Jamie kept saying was, "How much longer are they going to be in Alexandria? They can't stay here forever. They got to keep moving, and there's no story. They can't stay here." And Karen and I are giggling in the background because they never leave Alexandria. And Jamie bitched about it every week. Why are they still in Alexandria? Moving. I know you're right. No, but and and I know story wise it didn't make sense, but like personal bull, like what a person, like what a person would do, like I would think, yeah. you know, like why would you leave? I mean, you know, I mean, funny. not for nothing to be so, to know, be fair, even if they wanted to stay, Bill might have said, no, this is my town, go find your own. <laughs> well, no, I mean once they're dead, I meant, I mean when they get turned, Bill and him oh. are gone, I meant, like they could have well, made so, their home, she could there that kind of thing but at the same time you'd be like yeah but we could maybe save the whole planet so yeah but but you know well, but don't forget <laughs> um don't forget joel is also go, go, trying to find his brother yeah there is that too yeah i didn't think of that you're right well but, yeah um, and i had kind of forgotten about that until you know I hope you, yeah i hope you lock the doors and it's nice and safe so they can come back <laughs> I doubt that will happen, but like in reality, I'm thinking you better lock that place up. Um, well, yeah. so I, I so mean, this it's is sort of realistic to think they could have kept the whole town secure and perfect, but it's it's a nice ideal, I guess. You know. Oh, did you see the? Did you guys Sorry, see the I, internet? I dropped my phone. Did you guys see the internet and Stephen King lose their mind a little bit? when the episode shows 10 miles outside of Boston and all those mountains and everything. Oh, yeah, which and is not people, what Massachusetts looks like. People, yeah, and pe- people took to Twitter and was like, say it's flat there, it? I, one, guy, one guy tweeted, I live 10 minutes outside of Boston. It's rough living out wow. here. And, you know, showed a screenshot from that picture. <laughs> and Stephen King, 
and then, you know, Stephen King made his comment. I forget what it was specifically. Then somebody came back at King and was like, oh, that's all you got out of the episode? And he's like, no, I liked the episode. I was just pointing out that that's no. <laughs> I'm like, but that's come not. On. You spent all this money. <laughs> you spend all this money on this show, and you, 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 you know. And I didn't even think about it because I actually wasn't paying attention at that point. Because I actually missed where it said ten miles outside of Boston. Because I actually asked the kids. I was like, what did that just say? Um, but yeah, that was when I saw. Once I saw the screenshots, I was like, that's clearly the Northwest. No. That is not the Northeast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not ten miles outside. I mean, Boston. I'm about ten miles outside of Boston. Yeah, I'm probably. You're not sure. You're not. Yeah, still I'm in like Boston. three hours from Boston. I'm I'm about to, probably about three hours from Boston, if that. Yeah. And I know it's so, not like that so, up there. But, but anyway. Some of the comments about like if you can save the world, what should you stay there? Should you not stay there? Like, is you're kind of circling back to what I wanted to put a pin in 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 Bill's Bill's note that he left for Joel, knowing that it would be Joel who would come, you know, I felt a couple things there that, that, yeah, Joel has a brother, but that he wants to find, but I think part of his note really is what solidifies to Joel that he's got to take Ellie with him. Like, Bill says some things like, um, like, I learned over the, I forget exactly how he says it, but he's like, I've learned that you and I are the kind of people who take care of you. Like, I took care of Frank for 20 years. I met Frank, I took care of him. There are two kinds of people, and we're the people who, like, like take care right. of us and get things done or something, right? Like, I'm not getting it right, but you guys remember that. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's actually something that says take care of Tess, which. <laughs> well, yeah. I, so that's the second well, thing I wanted to say. Like, like, like I did feel. I mean, I, I did feel that that is kind of what makes Joel – like, Joel's been wanting to get rid of Ellie since he met her, right? And I think this is the moment that he's like, i got to take this kid, um, protect her, and get her there. And find my brother. But that, that take care of Tess thing, I really felt like like that was a moment for Ellie and her relationship with Joel, that Ellie is like this sort of wise-ass, pain-ass kid who doesn't really take stuff seriously and doesn't get it. And then she reads this thing about Tess – and she, she like, knows, like, she realizes that, oh, he and Tess have been together for a long time, and, like, he loved her. Or like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just saw that that was a moment also for Ellie no, I get to, it. like, maybe understand something about Joel. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I like the way the letter um, started off with – um. To whom it may concern, to whoever finds this letter, but probably Joel. Probably Joel. <laughs> yeah. Because anybody else would have been fried. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was kind of funny. Uh, she, I also, riding in the car, that was part of this, when they take the car and they leave, right? Hmm. That right? That wasn't a scene from next week. That actually happened in this week's episode, right? No, uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Because he says to her first Where time she, in a vehicle, and he, she's like, "Yep." <laughs> like she's never been yep. in a car in her entire life, and she's like, "It's like a spaceship." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's but like, and he says seatbelt, and she has no idea. Car, it would be a big deal. Yeah, you know that well, was yeah, so yeah, funny. Was... I actually, the seatbelt scene was great because he said seatbelt, and I'm like, "Really?" I'm like, "Who are you going to run into?" <laughs> Well, I mean, you could be speeding away. 
Well, yeah. Remember the word I know. It's just, it was just funny. It wasn't until I saw the look on her face, until I saw the look on her face, that I realized that she didn't know what the hell a seatbelt was. Like, that didn't even cross my mind at first. We take and then he tells her not to put the, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. And then he tells her not to put the tape in, and uh, she puts it in, and she, she, she goes to change it. He's like, wait, never mind. This is Linda Ronstadt. And she's like, who? <laughs> yeah. 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 And it was that great song from this. I mean, that was those were nice little... Um, things to add in there, like, like what we watched yeah. we, all through The Walking Dead, like, um, Judith was probably never in a working car. Um, yeah. Despite the bullshit of a working refinery on Fear the Walking Dead, like, Judith has probably only traveled by force until she was kid by horse until she was kidnapped by the CRM, right? Like, like really, yeah. that's pretty realistic. That but there's would cars never have around, been. though, like more so than there is in this one. Well, she said your vehicle sits the road in this one too. We just haven't. Yeah, I mean, she has seen said your vehicles move through Boston, but she's probably never been in one. She has right? never been in one. And, yeah, and there was also that really funny moment where Joel says, "I thought you went to school," and she says. Yeah, they're just yeah. cool. They didn't treat us how our shitty government failed to stop the outbreak. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like she, there's a lot of little asides that I think are really well placed to help us to like build the world and help us understand mm-hmm. the world uh, without having to be a ton of exposition. I mean, we did have that big chunk of exposition where she's like, "How did it all happen anyway?" And Joel's like, "Oh, it got in the food supply." Blah 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 blah. blah right. Right, but we did need to hear that because people would have been asking. Because I kind of wanted the same thing, like, where did it start? It had to start, like, you can't have a patient zero unless patient zero gets infected from something else. Yes, and I think I read that that's explained in the game very early. I don't know if you read it on the screen or they find a document or something, but I read that that was explained. That's early in the game. Um, You know that. And so... And it's it's like a pretty scary and believable thing, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there was some, I mean, there was some, it wasn't an entire, I think it was like an hour and 20 minutes, and it wasn't like an entire episode about this. This, you know, this isolated no, story of, of these dead characters. I mean, stuff happened. Yeah. Um, and that's um, why I said, too, yeah, I mean, yeah. while I was seeing it, I missed seeing them. I just would have, I just, like, feel like, crap, i got to wait another week to find out what happens. It's more of kind of, like, that's why I would have liked to have seen more. It wasn't that I was, per se, missing yeah. it, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, that's been the wonderful thing about all three of these episodes they're over before they start. I mean, I have yeah. no concept of time while watching them. I mean, I've been immersed in all three episodes. And, I mean, it, it could have been three hours and I wouldn't have known the difference. So. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're they're off to a great start. I mean, it's been really great. I, agree. I think so, too. Yeah. And I, and I, and I know, I know, I know. One of the better well, adaptations. You know, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, you know, we still live in a world with a bunch of idiots. It's the fir- it's the first episode to actually get review bombed, but there's a specific reason it got review bombed. But review bombed um, gamers. Yeah. Uh, because there was a oh. homosexual couple in the episode. People like went on the internet, lost their minds about that. 
But wait, that, that's how um, they're in the game. They're just not alive, right? Like in the game. Well, in the in I the game, see. it's it's imp, it's implied. I guess it's implied in the game, but never outright stated. But it, but oh but everybody in the gaming community, like and that's the thing. All the gamers, they all everybody understands, you know, and knew. The gaming community absolutely loves it. It's just it's it's people that you know need to broaden their thoughts <laughs> that uh, are the people bashing shows. I mean, there's, uh, there's TV shows that get review bombed the, before they premiere. No, it wasn't the gaming, gaming community, community that bashed it. No. Oh. no, it's 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 people it's people that that have nothing it's better to do. They go on, on the IMDb uh, I, I and have nothing better to do. And they lost their minds about a gay character. I'm sorry. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. I know. We're in 2023. Um, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's always going to be somebody you know. who's going to complain, though, one way or another. I mean, there's exactly. Exactly. Somebody's got to complain about. But yeah. um, it's ridiculous. It's, I mean, in my opinion, and granted, I I mean, I I shouldn't say this because I haven't actually played the game, but I mean, I want to say this is a better adaptation. But I'm also going by what I've heard too. That you know, it's a really good as adaptation wise. Um, and it's, yeah, it's well, I'm getting it right. Uh, I mean, it right, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, uh, Artie has played both games. Better. He, he's played both games. He's played the you know the first game twice because um, of course he had to play the remastered version for the PS5. Um, of course. You know, and 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 he's recognized the changes, and he's you know, and after the episode, he always tells me what the changes are, but he's been on board with all the changes, you know, because it sometimes every once in a while it makes for a better story. And the, the game creators are in the writer's room, you know, so they're in there, they're not making decisions per se, but they're in there saying, Ooh, I like that. I wish we thought of that type of thing, you know, or, Hey, what do you guys think about changing this or that? And they're like, okay, that works. Or, no, this has to stay this way because further down the road, this, and they're like, oh, okay, you know. So, I mean, I think that's part of the reason it's been so great because, you know, the, the, yeah. that type of collaboration. So. Well, yeah, I mean, there have been a bunch of interviews with um, Neil Druckmann, right, about uh, bringing it to the screen and, and why some things have changed, why some different, some haven't. And part of it was just being able to explore things in a different way. Like, like part of the reason they changed in the game, um, the disease travels by spores and it can shoot spores into the air. And so mm-hmm. players wear a gas right. mask a lot. Well, that doesn't work on television. Yeah. You can't have all your, like we yeah. saw that on Fear the Walking Dead last doesn't season. doesn't work in the game anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Well, it doesn't work for the actors either. Yeah, they they found a way around it in the game too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So you know, but like just being able to have an hour to elaborate on the story or whatever. Uh. Uh. I mean, and I think it's really like. I'm just gonna say, you know what I find funny though, like. I was thinking how I was going to say that they have to ha- they have to add because they have to you know make enough story, but that's not necessarily true because I think the game storyline is actually longer than the season, so they're not necessarily adding. They can be changing and removing and adding, you know. 
Right. Which it needs to be different. I mean, it's not the same. The other thing is you don't want people that played the game to be bored either. Like, you, you want it to still be exciting for people that have seen it. I feel like if it's word for word, everything's exactly the same, then they're not going to like it either, you know? So. See, I disagree. As somebody that would love to see an adaptation of a novel <laughs> as good as what uh, Last of Us is doing, I, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, sometimes you just want to see something that's in your head. You want to see it come to life on the screen, you know? And, and sometimes the closer it is to the original, the the happier you are, you know? Sometimes, I mean, yeah. Not always. Change a yeah. couple things. I mean, I'm trying to think of... I can't think of an adaptation well, of that off the top of my head that I liked a lot that was that stuck really close. But you're making you know, me think that AJ of the first two seasons of The Walking Dead. Like let's not they, I, talk yeah, about actually, there you go, perfect example. The shark perfect. era. But right? Yeah. The first two seasons yeah, were great. Right. And there were I, I Especially the first season. The first season yeah. was practically right out of the comics. And there were iconic moments that were almost identical, right? Where the yeah. where the in the dialogue and where the scene that you see on the screen is almost exactly the artwork that Kirkman wrote. Um, exactly. But they also like changed a few things uh, that were right. interesting and cool, and it, and it worked. And then yeah, yep. Game of, Thro- Game of Thrones season one, like same thing. Like 100% exact. I feel like there'd be people, I mean, I'm not saying that might not work. I just think that there would be people that would complain about that because there's always going to be something, you know? Nobody's not. Jamie, did you go into a tunnel? <laughs> She's in a tunnel. No. No, her mouth is just away from her mic, probably. <laughs> you got <laughs> you got very muffled. Oh, sorry. I think, I think I knocked the blanket on top of the <laughs> – it was sort of on top of the speaker of the phone. I didn't realize it. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm not doing nothing. I, I moved my leg, and the blanket hit the, the phone. Sorry. Um, but no, no but, I, I mean, and Jamie, I, I mean, I agree with Jamie that it, it can be good to – to change a few things up to Deviate keep game somewhat. players or readers yes, of the original somewhat. text yes. to to yes. be interested and not expect that. If you just want a line by line perfect recreation, then you might I mean, go play the game. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Although, I mean, I I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying you know, the you closer it is, to some the better. Extent. But yes, having it a lot the same can be a good thing. I'm not saying it can't be. I'm yeah. just saying that. You, it does. It is sometimes nice, I think, for those people to still be not necessarily surprised like they changed a huge thing, but even just like little moments, like like this episode. Even I mean, it was an added story. Yeah. It's a good story. It didn't detract yeah, like from the main story. Take well, away yeah, from I mean, it, so the differences in in this and what happened in the game. In the game, Frank starts to feel claustrophobic and he starts losing his mind and he tells. Tell, he's trying to, he tells Bill, he's like, I can't stay here anymore. I got to get out. I got to go. And they get, you know, they have this oh, whole yeah. thing. And Frank ends up, Frank actually hangs himself in the garage in the game. Right. Cause it turns then, out that yeah. Frank got, got the disease and shot himself. Yeah, Frank got bit. Turn. Right. Frank yeah, never Frank gets out of bit. town and he gets bit. 
Um, yeah. He never leaves their town, and he gets bit, which is crazy because you never yeah. see a creature inside their town. But he gets bit, and he kills himself. And then Bill, I don't know why Bill hangs himself. He never sees him again, or he finds out, or whatever. I don't know. Or, oh, no. The note says, I can't, no, Frank, I can't Frank see him. i got to get out of here. Yeah, I know. I, thought, I was going to say, I think he needs Frank. Oh, Frank hung himself. Yeah, yeah. Frank, no. Frank, Frank hung, hung himself, and Bill, After he gets bit. Bill continued on. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway, very good adaptation. Um, yeah. Yes. I mean, yep, so. based on not having watched the original, yeah, I think it's great. All right. So uh, I think we'll do this again next um, week, maybe. Yep. Yeah, I the think, I don't know if there's anything. Mention, I just want to say, don't no, forget just, that tomorrow is the arc. Oh, the arc starts tomorrow. The arc? What's mm-hmm. the arc? Yep. Sci-fi. New show on Sci-Fi. Uh, space show. Uh, I it's about think this, that it... uh, group that's traveling so, to another a new planet or whatever. People are like, so it sounds similar to a number of stories that we could name them. They're traveling to like another planet or someplace, and everyone who was in control of the ship dies, and so they have to like take control of the ship and learn how to, I don't know, manage it and be in control or whatever. Um, yeah, that's what the and it's promo also got like a murder me. mystery. It's also got a murder mystery going hmm. on. It's, it's pretty good. It's um. Oh, so it's like yeah, Moonhaven. I mean, it is sort of. No, it's not like Moonhaven. <laughs> it sounds, sounds a little um, like the Hundred, also. Right, the Hundred. Yeah. They called was, their ship the Ark. I didn't right? see all the Hundred, but yeah, it's kind that's of got right, that vibe a little bit. But this is adult, thankfully. <laughs> to say that. I never really liked the 100, so, um, I, yeah, I don't know. But it Who doesn't just, like hot, young 20-something? I kind of got that premise a little bit. What? I said, who doesn't like hot, young 20-somethings? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, it was pretty good. Um, I've, I've liked it so far. Uh, and i gotta, I got to get those videos done for tomorrow. i got to go get all that stuff yeah. ready. All righty. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Yep. Well, ladies, and I'll be back you. next week. Okay. And if they we'll stop canceling all the shows stuff. we like, we'll have we'll have more shows to talk about eventually. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you never know what, right, cool. what they're going to do, right? Yep. All righty. All right. Have a good week, well, guys. Thank you, everybody. Until next week. All right. Stick all a fork right. in Bye, us. you guys. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Night. Bye. Bye. Bye.